Welcome to the Random Podcast with me, Yusuf Zarabi. For this episode, we are going to talk with Jerry Bolander. He's going to be the guest for this episode, and we're going to talk about some important issues, some things that he experienced in his life, some challenges that he experienced, go into depth about different topics, and in general, it's a very enjoyable episode to record. So I hope that you also will enjoy listening to this episode, and yeah, hope you enjoy. Are uh, an engineer by training, but um, you had six startups over your twenty-five year career. Do you want to go more into depths about those? Yeah, sure. So yeah, what I like to say is, well, first off, thank you so much for let, allowing me to be on the podcast. It's really cool that we could, you know, get on on Skype. You're in another country. I'm in another country. We're, I don't know, a couple of generations apart. I could, you know, I'm old enough to be your dad. <laughs> so, which is really cool that we could actually have a discussion about this sort of stuff. And one of the things that's really cool about podcasts, the internet, and kind of the world we live in today is that we can now bridge the gap between all sorts of different cultures and all sorts of different people, which, uh, which I feel is really cool. So yeah, um, I like to say I'm an engineer by training and an entrepreneur by nature. Reason is, is that I love doing startups and I love the creative process of trying to figure out how to bring something to market or get people to buy something I've invented. Um, and, and like you mentioned, I've been doing this for 25 years. So have a bit of experience with it. Got a little gray in the beard from all the, the challenges and struggles with that. But more importantly, what's been great about the entrepreneur journey, and for those of you that are listening that may be like, hey, maybe I want to be an entrepreneur. Um, it is really one of these sort of things that if you find yourself not adhering to the status quo, if you find yourself questioning the way things are done and have a real propensity to kind of be new, do new things and be innovative, then it's a great career to have. It's a frustrating career. It's uh, you're not going to get rich quick or if at all, it's a lifestyle. And what I mean by that is that lots of entrepreneurs will go, I mean, years and decades without having major success, but they all do it for one reason, and that is to build an independent life that completes them. Um, this is actually transcends all culture. I've talked with entrepreneurs all over the world, and they have these universal traits, values, and beliefs. It really doesn't even matter where you're from, who you are, what your religion is. It, it's pretty much a universal that Entrepreneurs are the, are the people in their community that see things differently and they want to push forward with some sort of change. And no, normally that's a new product or service or they want to kind of venture off on their own and kind of figure out what life has for them. Um, and so, you know, as I sort of look back, <laughs> I guess on my uh, 25 plus year experience or career, so to speak, um, it took me a little bit of time to figure out if this was actually the job for me. Um, 
actually went to school. I got a degree in electrical engineering, um, kind of went to a bunch of companies, went to some big companies, was frustrated, uh, and then really found my calling in terms of being an entrepreneur that tries to make change in the world, positive change. Like I, you know, truly believe that entrepreneurship is a good way to make lasting positive change in the world. So I, uh, I even wrote a book about it called The Entrepreneur Ethos. And also have a podcast called The Entrepreneur Ethos Podcast. <laughs> so if you're, uh, if everyone, anyone is interested in entrepreneurship, and give it a give it a look or give it a give it a read give it a listen um but yeah so far it's been a pretty good gig make sure those will be accessible to the audience either being on the bio of the podcast or whatever me means it means to make it accessible because i'm pretty sure it's going to be kind of help people decide um what they might want to do in the future um I'm a 14-year-old student. Um, we've mentioned this about before, and um, many of us who are in like in my age group are starting to decide on what they want to do in the future. And I think that will help them decide. Okay, do I want to be an entrepreneur or not? Or do I want to? What do I want to be in the future? And in those terms, many already have decided. Many still don't know what they're going to be like me, and I'll keep changing and keep on changing. What they want to be in the future every single day so it's good yeah well i mean you're young right yeah. i mean i think that the beautiful thing about being young the the world is your oyster so to speak um there's lots of different things you can do you don't need to grow up so fast um i know in today's digital age where things are just going you know a mile a minute a lot of people have an anxiety about, oh, I got to be successful. I have to do this and that. And like my path is pretty much predetermined. And, and I, I, when I was your age, I had the same, you know, feelings. I mean, I came of age during when the internet didn't exist. Computers were literally just getting going. You know, my first computer I built in the basement of my dad, my dad and I built it, right? I mean, it was just completely open field. I mean, no one even knew what this stuff was going to do. And I remember there were so many of my friends that are like, why are you with this computers thing? Like, what? No one, this, this stuff is just like nerdy or whatever. Like they didn't understand that, you know, this is probably going to be the future. Um, and I remember back then there was a lot of anxiety about what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? God, I got to go to college. You know, there's, and, you know, and that's all fine to have sort of a goal, but I, but I, as over time I've learned is, is it's always to have a sense of urgency on something, but never a sense of panic about something, you know, as a young person, you have so many different, I mean, nowadays, even more options, which I think is, is, is part of it. Like I could do so many things. I want to be successful. You know, I want to have money. I want to have a house, whatever. Um, but over time, as you sort of go through life's journey, you start to realize really the most important thing you have is time. Like we all get the same amount of hours in a day. doesn't matter if you're Bill Gates or Jari or you or whoever. And how you spend that time is really important. As a young person, 
your time should be spent learning as much as you can about a broad range of things so that you can figure out what you want to spend the rest of your time doing. And a lot of people get, you know, obsessed about the quick buck or money. I mean, some people get into entrepreneurship because they're like, oh, I want to be a millionaire or a billionaire or the next Zuckerberg or Bill Gates or whoever and, or Elon Musk or whatever. And that's, that's the wrong focus. Um, the, really, it's not about the end result. It's the journey that you're on. Um, and the more, the more you, you start in, and the thing is, I can tell you this till I'm blue in the face and you can be like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Crazy uncle Jari. <laughs> what does he know? Like he's some old guy, whatever. But what'll happen is like in 20 years, you'll be like, yeah, you know, Uncle Jari was right. <laughs> Crazy Uncle Jari was right that it really is about the time you spend and how you spend your time. And, and, and the money is important and you got to eat and whatever. But if you really truly enjoy the process and you really are like, God, I really, I really love what I'm doing. And it's not even about passion, which is part of it. It's enjoying the process. Because if you enjoy the process, the results will come and it's about working the process. And, and that's, again, that's, you know, life will throw stuff at you, the zigs and zags. And sometimes it won't work out the way you want it to work out. And you just have to make sure that you're, you know, following your path and your process and, and, and remembering that time is your most valuable asset. I think many people can agree on that. Uh, many might not agree right now, as you mentioned, but they will eventually agree and see the importance of time. Um, I remember I read this quote somewhere. Um, I'm, it's, I'm not going to quote it because I, it was a long time ago and I'm not going to. It's probably some sort of something like this. It, was, it talked about how um, with money you can buy everything except time or something like that. Yeah, and... it's uh, you can print money, but you can't print time. Oh, okay. Is yeah. is, is is actually, I learned that from uh, Jonathan Rothberg, who was uh, the CEO of a company I worked at, and I never, I never really, that never really came into focus for me until uh, I lost my wife to leukemia, and um, that was three and a half years ago, and uh, you know she was. 36 and full of life and was of course taken way too too soon and you know when 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 you go through something like that uh, uh, not only the grief and tragedy of it but when she was sick the time we had together was so precious and the world sort of slows down um and you just sort of realize that <laughs> you know what? I only get so many hours and I hope that today, you know, the day I have, I hope one, I hope I wake up tomorrow, which is, seems a little bit macabre, but as you get a little older, you sort of start to realize that, oh, well, every day is a gift. And did I spend this day productively and not just productively to make money, but productively for me, like as a human, as someone that's on this planet trying to make a difference. And you, you start to realize what really, really matters. Um, and I think a lot of young, young men, especially, I think, I mean, young people in general, but, you know, young men have a hard time, men in general have a hard time with 
grief and loss and really trying to um, reconcile what society puts on men. Like men, it's, uh, it's okay to get angry, but it's not okay to cry or be sad. Um, whereas for a woman, at least in US culture, it's perfectly acceptable to cry and be emotional. But if they get mad, it's all of a sudden like, whoa, well, you know, um, and, you know, that's, that's pretty bad because we're all human, you know, I mean, fundamentally, we're all human. And those are human emotions. And those emotions have to get processed. And, and what, what's interesting is that when it comes to time, and when you realize that time is finite, and then you also realize that every day is precious, then you start to really figure out like, well, what do you want to spend your time on? Uh, and when you're younger, you've got a little more time <laughs> than us older, older people. But the sooner you realize that, you know, the better your life is going to be because it's, it's, you, you start to, you start to really focus on what, what matters to you. And, and, and when you're young, it may be, you know what, Uncle Jari, I need to make money. <laughs> you know, I need to get out of the house. I need to like, you know, get off and get a job. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All your little kumbaya, you know, touchy feely stuff. You know, you're from San Francisco. You're all like peace, love and harmony, kumbaya stuff, right? Fine for you as the old guy, but me, you know, I'm young guy or gal trying to like, I'm trying to make it, man. I got to get, get over the hump and fine. Like you're right. In some cases you're right. But again, don't let that rule your life forever or let that dictate how your relationships, how the rest of your life, because you, you are like more than the sum of what you do. Like you being on the planet as a person existing matter, no matter what you do. And, and that's hard for a lot of people to realize, especially men, because men, men and young, young men, a lot of their self-worth is wrapped up in what they do because society, I mean, society sort of almost dictates that. I mean, you meet someone, they say, oh yeah, what do you do? Where'd you go to school? You're like, hi, <laughs> no, I'm here. Um, but yeah, I think the time, you can print money, but you can't print time is a, is a good way to think about it. Um, I'm gonna get some sort of reference from previous guests, which, um after recording, it really had an impact on me. Um, he mentioned how there has to be a balance between work, family life, and personal time. And for him, it was martial arts, that was for his personal time, and um, entrepreneuring for um, his work. And he mentioned how you, as you said, there's a limited amount of time which you are, um, which you are able to do stuff and you and you can't just go and do something which you don't enjoy and you have to make sure that for as much as you can you are able to do something which you enjoy and you don't go there and say oh it's I just have to go work for, for like eight hours nine hours or whatever how much how long you have to work it has to be something that you're looking forward to every single day and looking forward to the next hour, next two hours or what, however long it would be. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's actually a really good point. Like the, some people call that work-life balance. Um, if you're an entrepreneur, you call it work-life harmony because as an entrepreneur, you're pretty much always an entrepreneur. You're always thinking about stuff. And, and it is hard, especially for entrepreneurs, since typically they're super passionate about what they're doing, to have a disproportionate amount of work as opposed to personal and um, family time. And getting that balance right uh, has a lot to do with the stages of life that you're in. So if you're young, right, you don't know anything. Like literally, <laughs> you're a sponge, right? There's nothing, I mean, you know, I've probably forgotten more than you know right now, right? And it's not just that because of our intellectual, diff you know, we could be, you could be way smarter than me. It's just like, I've lived longer, I've, I know more, right? So as a young person, really your job is to get up to speed as fast as you can. Like, and that may mean I'm going to work hard. I'm going to go to school, college or whatever. I'm just going to learn as much as I can to get on the path I need to get on. Some people don't even go to college. They say, I'm just going to run a business. I'm going to do whatever because that's what I want to do. The, and so there could be a disproportionate amount of time spent career building, learning, right? Um, and there's no right or wrong answer to this. <clears throat> the, the harmony comes in when you have to make decisions on, okay, what's important to me at the time? When I was younger, I worked a lot. I mean, I worked a, I worked a ridiculous amount of time and that really suffered, my relationships suffered greatly. Uh, in fact, I was married before and got divorced because I worked too much. I mean, you know, I just didn't put the time into the other aspects of my life. And the reason I did that was I was obsessed with making money. I was obsessed with career ladder and going up the chain and being title and money. And like, I kept track of it all. I put investments. I went all these. And I thought at the time, which was incorrect, that money would buy me happiness. The, the, if I earned enough, if I earned a lot of money, I could then do the things I wanted to do. Turns out that's a total fallacy. Above a certain amount of money, it doesn't matter as much. Um, and you even talk to, to super rich people or to billionaires, and they're the, some of the most lonely people in the world. And it, they've got all the money in the world. In fact, when Jane had leukemia, I'd give up every penny I had to make sure that she'd get cured. And it just wasn't enough. It couldn't be enough, right? So with all the money in the world, you can't, there's some things you just can't, you can't buy. Time, again, is one of them. You can, you know, you can use money as a tool to, um, to do the things you want to do. And to, of course, you need to eat. But in the end, there's a certain amount that you need to make. And above that, one, it's, it can be downright uh, stressful. <laughs> I can tell you that firsthand. Uh, and two, you know, what do you really need? Like, again, what's your priority? So as you go through your stages of life, you, you may have a disproportionate amount of time spent on, you know, working or career, especially when you're young. Um, but you got to find your balance and your balance is totally up to you. I will say that obsessing about work and making money and having that single kind of focus on just the end game, the results, the amount of money in the bank is a fool's errand. It, it, it'll make you miserable. What, what I found is it's the process. It's the, 
it's working the plan. It's the, this is the system I'm using. I mean, I actually, there was this great book um, that I got recommended to me yesterday, actually, I was on a podcast, put it on, it's actually the, the, um, the audio version of this book, which is so fantastic. And it's by a, a musician called Russ. Have you heard of Russ? Do you know who he is? No. No. He, he wrote this book called it's all in your head, get out of your way. And the reason why the audiobook is so cool to get the audiobook is because he has his music in the audiobook. So each chapter of the audiobook starts with like his beats, or his, I think he's a rapper. I don't know if he calls himself a rapper or a musician. He's a young guy. I think he's maybe under 30 or early 30s. But he talks about his journey of the artistic way and how he like absolutely was delusional in what he believed in, but what he, what, but what he keeps on going after, which is super insightful. Right. And it's taken me till I'm almost 50 to realize is that he just like, I just love the process of making music, even if it's bad. It's like, I just, he's like, I love creating music. And I don't care if anyone ever listened to it, but on the flip side, he's like, I am going to be, successful i'm gonna you know win a grammy or whatever he had these lofty goals but he's just like it's the process i am just gonna do what i think is right um, to, to make my dream a reality and he's like i just love making music i mean if you look at the look at his book it's got like 2700 five-star reviews on amazon i mean and the guy is like he's like dropped out of college like that wasn't for me it's like i don't even read and he's and like this book is you know, it's thin. I think it takes like two hours to read or to listen to. And it's phenomenal, phenomenal. And you're like, wow, this is, this is it. Like we need more young people and, you know, even men, we need more young men and saying like, look, I know the success thing is a cool thing, but look, I enjoy the process. I enjoy spending time doing what I need to do. And that balance is important. But that balance, again, is depending on the stage in life you're at. So for you, being 14, my guess is that, you, you know, you need to learn a lot. <laughs> you need to be like, I got to get up to speed, man. I got to figure out what's going, what's what. But also, you need, right, to have a balance of how you approach the world so that's scalable. And like, you know, entrepreneurs talk about scale all the time obsessively working is not a scalable life. <laughs> Some people may love that, and but you'll look at the collateral damage around them. It's not worth it. And so what I always ask myself is, you know, yeah, I could obsess over making money. I could actually, you know, really go after that hard. But what I've learned is that in the end of the day, one, what do I want to be remembered for? Like, what's my impact on the world? And two, if I'm living, like if I, every day I have, it's a gift and literally every day is a gift that, that I'm alive. How am I going to use that day? And if I look back on that day, was it a good day for me and the people I love and what I do, or am I out of balance on that? So that's the way I think about it. And the other thing to think about is that we are we are one person. Who we are as a friend, as a 
as our personal time and in our business or in our professional life, we're the same person. We can't have different people for different things. So if you think that, you know, in business, you're a hard person, you know, really tough. And, but then in your personal life, you're not, there's an imbalance there too. You, you can't, you can't be someone you're not. You have to always show up as who you are because you're, you are you everywhere you go. So hope that, uh, <laughs> that makes sense. It's a little bit rambly yeah. today. Um, it's, I think a lot of people can learn about these things that you've talked so far about. Um, not only does it help understand what um, someone's goals could be, but in fact, it can help dictate what choices that they make in their future. To be honest, before I started um, creating this podcast, I would say many of the things I've learned during this short period of time in terms of life skills, what is important, what should be, be important, I didn't know about. And I hope it was the same, it will be the same for other people. And it's really important. And I think it's important for um, people to know these skills um, and know these that these stuff is important, whether that be that um, everyone has their own rights and voice or whether that be um, the importance of time with others for yourself and have, keeping that balance. So, um, so I have to thank you for coming on and helping to spread that idea, that message, and the importance of keep managing time in every aspect. So do you want to go um, into what you did so far, or do you want to go more into depth about this? Well, I mean, you know, we can talk. Um, well, you know, we let's, let's just sort of, um, yeah, let, let's talk about like kind of what I've done up till this time in my life and I can weave in kind of how, well, how, how the lessons of time and um, perspective have, have influenced that. So, you know, like I said before, I'm, I'm an engineer by training. And what that means is that I got a degree in electrical engineering from San Jose State University, which is in the heart of Silicon Valley, which means I had tons and tons of access to Silicon Valley startups spent most of my career in startups and literally living in the valley. I haven't moved from like the 50 mile radius of where I am today. Like I just don't want, why would I leave the Bay Area, right? Why would I leave San Francisco Bay Area? Um, and, and as I mentioned before, you know, when I first started out, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. I thought, oh, well, what you do is you work hard, which is good. And you just kind of ascend up the ladder and you get more and more responsibility, you get more and more titles, which means you get more and more money, which means you can buy a house, you can buy a nice car and you can all these sort of things. And I, early on, that's, I was on that treadmill and I call it a treadmill because it never ends. <laughs> if, if your end game is always to get more, then you'll never have enough. I mean, how much do you really need is, is in, and I know this now looking back, it's like, well, how much do I really need is now the way I think about it. Because again, as you learn these lessons, what you start to realize is that 
you can work really, really hard and still not get ahead. You can uh, pick the wrong company, you can pick the wrong partner, you can pick the wrong career. And the sooner you realize, oh, I'm on the wrong path, I need to get off the treadmill and get on the right path, the happier you become. And this, again, this has taken me better part of 15, 15, 20 years to figure out that the path I need to be on is the path for me. And I can't tell you what your path is and I'll never will. I mean, there's no, I, I can't say who, what's right for you or right for it for anyone. But what I can say is that you need to find what's right for you. The sooner you find what's right for you, independent of what people say about it, think about it. You know, if you're like, hey, I want to be an artist, I want to be a rapper, I want to be a podcaster, I want to make money at that. And everyone in your society and your circle is like, well, that's crazy. You're never going to make any money at that, blah, blah, blah. Well, you got to take that with a grain of salt. But then you also got to say, well, am I willing to sacrifice what I need to do for my art, for my vocation, my passion, what I want to do? And then more importantly, how do I create a life an independent life that completes me with that. And you may need to make some choices, you know? <clears throat> so throughout my career, I've worked at big companies. The choice when you work at a big company is you don't own your time. You know, you, you're beholden to them. Like you, you're on that corporate treadmill. And for some people, they can handle that. They can partition that. You know, my, my now fiance Minerva is loves, her job and she's really good at it. She can really compartmentalize how, how that happens. And she's got a really good balance between her work life and her home life. I probably couldn't do that. And I couldn't do that because I like to say I'm, I'm one unemployable and two, probably unmanageable. <laughs> and that's the entrepreneur streak in me. So those of you on the, on the call or not on the call or like listening to this podcast and you're like, yeah, you know, people just think I'm honoring, I, like I challenge stuff. Well, you may be unmanageable, <laughs> unemployable and may need to find your own gig. But again, you know, as you sort of look through all the, the careers and all the companies that I've been at and all the fits and starts and mistakes and learnings, you know, it kind of all boils down to. I was searching for what was right for me. And that's a long journey. I mean, I'm probably never going to end that journey. But the sooner I realized in a career, I like to invent things. I like to be my own boss. I like to help people. Then the more happy you'll become. And there's consequences to every decision, right? I mean, like I don't make as much money as my peers just because... Well, I have way more free time. You know, I can sit on a podcast interview with you at eight in the morning, my time and not worry that I have to get to work. <laughs> That's like, yeah, I own my own company. I could do whatever I want. There's big upside to that. And there's also a big downside. So the choices you make, again, in a career wise, are going to dictate sort of the freedom and flexibility that you may have. And uh, you may make a lot of mistakes. And you know what? Most mistakes are not catastrophic. In fact, most mistakes you make, most decisions you make are reversible. I always like to think I try to make decisions that are reversible. The irreversible ones are the ones that are the hard ones. And sometimes you have to make that hard call, but 
generally, most decisions are reversible, or at least the downside is not as catastrophic as you may think. Let's say you're at a good corporate job, like I was at, and you leave, like I did, and you're like, oh, now what? <laughs> you know, I got to go hustle up money or clients. Not the end of the world, right? I could always go back to another job or make sure that you know I have that have backup or an option. So it's you know it, it's so, it's so interesting because in today's society in the world we're so much more connected yet we're so much more apart that it is really challenging to some to kind of figure out oh I see all these people on social media that are crushing it or like I have envy or FOMO or whatever, when in reality, that's just a facade of what they, they're doing. They're, they're, they're either lying or miserable or like not really true to themselves. They're, they're chasing. I always like to say never chase. Like it's okay to have goals and big goals, especially career-wise, like I wanna do this, but don't like the chasing part is just on the treadmill. And that treadmill will burn you out. And in fact, I've, there's been several times where I've, I've burnt out, burnt out on life and burnt out on a career. And you may, you know, you may feel the same way. You may feel that you're wasting your time. You may feel that you're on the wrong track. You may feel that no one gets you. You may feel that there's something missing in your life. And, and when you think that and feel that, just remember that, you can always change. There's, there's, again, few decisions that will be catastrophic, yet knowing, finding those people that are going to support you throughout your career and your life is really important. The ones that get you, the ones that get you unconditionally get you, the ones that not only support you, but tell you when you're making a mistake, that, that love you for who you are, like not what you do or what you have, but literally who you are. Those, those people, when you find those people and you surround yourself with those people, those are the ones that kind of buffer all of these potential mistakes. And it's also a really good use of your time to be with them because they, like, they get you. They want what's best for you. I mean, that, that's what's interesting. Like when you, when you get married, you know, when you find a partner, generally, as I always tell men, like, listen to your wife. And now it sounds like, well, yeah, of course. But no, if there's one person on the planet other than your parents, but actually probably has more of a vested interest in your success is your partner. Because they, they have a, they're in, they're all in, right? <laughs> they like, they're with you. They, they want to make sure you're doing okay. Now, of course, sometimes there's other situations, but generally, they're looking out for you. And if they think it's a bad idea, <laughs> maybe it's a bad idea, you know? And, and this is a little different with parents and, and, and other like adults around you. Sometimes precisely because they're living their life through you. So let's just say like, you know, you have family members that are of a, a certain, like have a certain profession and they're like, oh, we want you to be a doctor or a lawyer because it's the right thing. And you're like, I just don't want to do that. I mean, my, my grandfather, my mom's dad was a doctor, right? And 
<laughs> he brought it up one time. He's like, oh, maybe you should be a doctor. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> I'm like, ever going to be a doctor. But that's his narrative. That's not my narrative. And that, I think, is what a lot of young people, when, when they're coming up and trying to figure out where to spend their time, what do I do? Of course, they get influenced by parents and family members and their, their peer group uh, can be, you know, quite distressing and, and hard to, to sort out and like, ah, oh, man, like, God, they want me to be a lawyer or a doctor. I kind of really don't want to do that. I really want to do my art. I want to write. You know, I want to be a plumber. Or a I mean, it doesn't matter what you want to be. But, you know, when, when you find yourself in those situations where you feel like you're wasting your time, which I've had those experiences where I'm like, God, man, this is just seems like a waste of time. Step, step back. Um, really, like, think about what's good for you. And there will probably be a ton of pressure to do something that you may or may not want to do. And, and the people that are telling you to do that think they have your best intention in heart which they probably do. They may even know you better. So you may not really know what you want to do, but don't suppress like the who you truly are. Like when you suppress who you truly are, that leads to a lot of, well, especially in young people, it leads and even older people, it leads to a lot of problems that you'll just end up like feeling, feeling miserable. Um, and it's not to say that feeling miserable, sometimes you have to feel miserable. Sometimes you have to go through the hard time. Like, again, I'm not going to tell you, you could take every piece of advice I ever give you, but you know what, you got to make your own mistakes. That's the only way you're really going to learn, right? You can be guided, but then you also got to experience life. Just don't make decisions that are <laughs> unreversible. <laughs> don't do something that's like, you know, I'm going to jump off this cliff. And if I make it great, if I don't, I'm dead. Don't do stuff like that. I mean, you know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but I, I want what I wanted to get across is that uh, the real, I mean, the, the point, I mean, the point of life, at least, at least the way I think about it is that you've, you've been given a gift or whatever you want to call it, you've been put here for a very small amount of time, like infinitesimal small amount of time. And if your intent is to make the world a little better when you're gone or while you're here, that's a noble cause. And that is different for lots of different people. It could be the artist, it could be the clergy, it could be the business person, it could be the plumber, the garbage man, whatever. You know, I, I just think that you get one life, it's, it's very limited and you might as well do what you think is the right thing with it. So it's, uh, and it, that's sometimes hard to do. Sometimes hard to do. So on that note, um... I think we'll start wrapping it up. I uh, appreciate you giving the time and yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Good luck and uh, let me know when, when it drops. I'll be sure to uh, spread it far and wide. And again, I mean, I appreciate you reaching out, appreciate your time. 
it's great what you're trying to do. Again, it's like, it's part of your journey, right? You somehow got pulled to this, to, to, to talk with people and really powerful. So thanks. Thanks again for allowing me to be on your show. Thank you for giving me the time. Thanks. You're welcome.